What's up, abundant life? Come on. How, you, you should already have two or three cups this morning and, and be wide awake. Are you wide awake this morning? Come on now. Um, it's, it's so good to be here. And um, when I got the phone call to come here, I thought, yeah, we're going to get called to come over to the bridge. You know, we've been coming there about 12, 13 years. And he said, no, you're going to be on the big stage. Say, ho, ho. Up on the big stage, huh? All right. And then you know what I realized? God has me on an assignment to come to share with someone at this specific time right now. And how many of you know in God's world there are no mistakes? Amen. There are no mistakes. And so, uh, and I also come to you not as a visitor, man. I, I am abundant life, man. I am a part of you. I am your people. Uh, for 18 years, I've been a part of abundant life. Uh, my sister met her husband here at Abundant Life. They got married in 1988, uh, Stephanie and Russell Price. Uh, you guys were over there on O'Brien. And, uh, you know, I, like I say, I, I'm your family. And, and how many of you know when you're with family, you can just keep it real? Amen. Come on, you can just keep it real. And so, um, and so we are so excited. Uh, my beautiful wife, Mimi, give away memes. She's here. Uh, this... This June, we'll celebrate 23 years of marriage. Amen. Hallelujah. And my beautiful little 16-year-old Diamond, she's here. She didn't have a choice. Give her a hand. Come on. Some, some of you who still got teens in your house, don't give them a choice. Run the show. Come on now while they're in your house. When they get out, let them do what they want. Come on now. I tell them they act a fool in my house. You can just, only one thing you got to do, change your address. Come on. And so uh, we are just so grateful because people mess you up. You know what I mean? You ever had people like that? Uh-oh. Well, watch out. They're going to be teens. I said, I got my teens. I ain't got yours. You know what I mean? And so I got two beautiful teenage daughters. My Dominique is a, a freshman at St. Edwards University in Austin, Texas. And, uh, and we are so grateful because you have helped me grow up. And because you've helped me grow up, um, you've helped me love my family. I've been to, we've been to four or five marriage retreats. How many of y'all been in them marriage retreats? Man, ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like the Olympics, all that Issachar, man. They, they be getting serious out there at the marriage retreats. I'm telling you, man, just got costumes on. I mean, they come out with a whole new game face. It's like the Holy Ghost is gone. They're like, man, we ready to win us a trophy. You know, I'm like, woo, y'all think this ain't the real Olympics. Uh, We've been to your couples' nights, and uh, I miss Pastor Sid. How many of you loved Pastor Sid? My, my, my. Um, awesome man of God in the heavens now with, with, his, with his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, again, um, we're, here, we're here to encourage somebody to, to just motivate somebody, man, to, to just grow strong in your faith. Amen. So if you, if you have your Bibles, turn to James chapter 1. James chapter 1, familiar passage, uh, but I've learned something about the Bible. You can read a whole lot of things in the Bible, but when you go through it, it makes it real. Come on now. It's one thing to read about sickness in, in the Bible, but when you get sick, don't it make it real? Come on, and uh, God wants us to have a real faith. We are living in dark times, my brothers and sisters. We are living in evil times. When a 14-year-old boy will kill his 17-year-old sister, we're living in evil times. James chapter 1, I'm reading from the Living Bible. It says here, from James, a servant of God 
and of the Lord Jesus Christ to Jewish Christians scattered everywhere. Greetings. Dear brothers, is your life full of difficulties and temptations? Then be happy. For when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow. So let it grow. And don't try to squirm out of your problems. Let me say that again. So don't try to squirm out of your problems. For when your patience is finally in full bloom, then you will be ready for anything. Strong in character, full and complete. Father, you are amazing. And we thank you, Lord, that we can come to your house to worship you, Lord. And as they sang, Lord, when praises go up, blessings come down, Lord. And we thank you for your word. David said it's a light unto our feet and a light unto our path, O oh God. And so we just thank you for your word. It comes to strengthen us and convict us, Lord, and change us, Lord, so we can be more in the image and likeness of your son. So let your word go out, Lord. Let it hit its intended target. And we will give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I've heard it said either you are... And Jesus says in this life you're going to have troubles, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. And I've heard it said that either you are, you just come out of a storm, you're in the midst of a storm, or how many of us know that sometimes there's a storm on the way? Come on, now how many, how many of you just come out of a storm? You, there was a storm, you just came out of one. Just came out of one. It's good to come out of a storm, man. It's a good feeling. How, how many of you right now are in the midst of a storm? You're in the midst of one. All right, right, right now, you're right in the thick of it. And, and those of us, all of us got to be ready to realize there's a storm on the way. That, that's just the life we live in. Come on now. It, it's a wonderful thing to come out of a storm. And then, you know, when I was thinking about this, what I was going to talk to you about, all of a sudden I had a couple storms. I'm like, come on, God. Well, I got to go through a couple of storms. He said, so you can feel it. Come on now. So when you talk to him, be real. Come on now. And, and I had one storm with, with my wife. We had like a little communication storm, one of them communication storms. Any of you, any of you married couple ever have them? Come on now. You, you walk through the house all kind of quiet. You know what I mean? A little smile here and there, you know. Ain't nothing going to be cooked on the kitchen table. You know, you know, you're going you're to get you whatever you can for dinner because ain't nothing cooked right now. Come on now. Then, 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 then being a pastor, it's tough, you know what I mean? When you got them storms, you got to drive to church, you ain't really talking, you know what I mean? Still got that little knot in your stomach, you know what I mean? I don't know how she feels, but I have a little knot in my stomach, you know what I mean? Because it's tight up in here, you know what I mean? Things ain't right, you know what I'm saying? We ain't on the same page right now. And then you know it's cold when you're a pastor, you get to church, she sit on the front row, you wish she sit in the back. I'm telling you the truth now. Come on, it's a tough, tough job being a pastor, man. You got, you know, y'all see us, man. We got to be all friendly with y'all. We like, man, I'm mad at my wife. I don't really want to talk to you either. I ain't, I ain't talking to her. I sleep with her. I don't want to talk to you. You know. Then we got to come and greet all y'all. You know what I mean? And then she sit on the front row. I'm like, I wish you sit in the back because I got to preach here. And then you got to look over at it. Like, let me get past you real quick, huh? Here we go. <laughs> And, and praise God, we got to make up. Thank you, Jesus, before we came here. I, I wanted us to make up before we came here. Because my message, a lot of my message would have been looking over at her, huh? Uh, and, and then another one I had, man, my, my, my car broke down. Man, ain't that, won't that be a storm when your car breaks down? That's the thing about storms. The storms come unexpected. Don't you wish you can sit down and just plan your storms? Come on, come on, I know you do. You wish you can put down and just put it in your planner, huh? Pull your iPad out. All right, uh, the main pipe in my plumbing is going to go out February 8th, huh? Uh, I'm going to get sick on June 15th. Uh, my child started out. I have a financial issue, but oh, we're, we're going to let that happen in nine months. 
Storms don't ask your permission when they want to show up. Storms just show up. But what God says is, what's your attitude when they show up? And, and I'm, I'm here to let you know, my brothers and sisters, we, we've learned how to be professional actors, professional Christians in church. We've learned how to be all spiritual and smile and act all holy and everything. And then some things can go down. And, and come on now, in that carnal mind, come on now, a storm will reveal who you really are. Come on now. A, a storm will tell which, what your walk really is with the Lord. Come on. And so I, I just want to encourage you because that's what James does. He comes to let us know what kind of attitude should you have in the midst of your storms. Because you know what happened? What us to tell you the truth? Storms come in our life. A lot of us, we're, we, we get in denial. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not claiming that. I don't have that. No, no, no. No, I'm not believing God for that. Yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, it's there. You know what I mean? But we want to we want to go in denial, act like it's not there. And then some of us will get distracted. Some of us will just go and do other things. Come on now. In, in recovery community, they say we call it acting out. We, we'll go just do something else so that we don't even have to face our storms. Because let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. Storms are hard to face. Come on now. Don't nobody want a storm in their life. You remember Jesus on the boat with them disciples? Come on, Jesus in the boat sleeping. He told them, let's go to the other side, but they wasn't listening. They weren't listening. A lot of times that happens to us too. Man, we're talking to God and God is trying to speak to us and we just ain't listening. And I want to let you know, my brothers and sisters, this is what I've come to find out. God is always speaking. He, he's always speaking. We, we just ain't always listening to him. Come on now, but a, but a trial, won't, won't pain make you listen? Come on now, when I work at a hospital, huh? When I see people in the ICU and doctor comes out in that waiting room to talk to the family, they are listening. Come on now, they ain't sitting there playing on the phone. Turn the TV off. Something is serious going on. So I want to encourage you, man. Trials, man, they're, they're a good thing for us because they come to move us in a different direction. Some of us are just, come on now, they're just like me. I, I don't know if you were like me, man, but I was a busy little child, man. I had that ADD back then, but my mom and daddy had a B-E-L-T. You hear what I'm saying? Come on, they had that B-E-L-T. Come on, mom. They, they, they didn't give me no medication, but they gave me plenty of dedication. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they did. Come on now. Come on now. Well, I'm so glad I didn't grow up in that time out area. Time out. When I grew up, it was time is up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, your time out was when you woke up from being knocked out. That's what your time out was. You know, so I, I, I feel for this this time out generation. You know what I mean? I, I feel from because that means they're going to have to go through even more pain. Come on now. You heard about that little boy, a young boy, 19 years old, the one that stole that Ferrari up there? That boy from Marin, man, he, that boy just gave him like 21 years. They gave him life plus 21 years. That's a long time. But see, he wanted them time out kids, man. He didn't realize that, man, he didn't separate the truth from reality. Come on now, just because his girlfriend is with some other guy, he going to steal. This boy's cold. He going to steal a Ferrari, and then he want to drive by and shoot at him. I'm sitting there thinking, when he was with that judge, that judge says, hey, there's no time out here. Time is up. It became real. And you can see his face is like, whoa, he, he's not ready for San Quentin. You hear what I'm saying? And so James lets us know how we can deal with trials. Look what he says here. He says, dear brothers that are scattered everywhere. He says, is your life full of difficulties and temptations? Then be happy. 
But when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow. So you know what I pull out of this passage? He's telling us, for one thing, determine not to take trials so personally. You know, that's what happens to us sometimes when pain hits our life. You know, we, we, that's what we do. We ask God, why me? Come on now. Why me, God? Why, why are you going to let me go through this? And then some of us ask him, why now? Come on. Like I say, we can't sit down and plan our trials. But trials are only tests. And all of us in here have been in school. You like, some, some of you like me. I didn't really like tests. Come on now. Some of us have cheated on some tests. Come on, we can be real up in here. But let me tell you something. These trials that come into our life now, come on, you, you, you got to pass that test. You, you, you got to answer some questions. Because what God is doing with them is he wants us to grow. He wants us to mature. Come on now. My daughter's 16 years old. Let me tell you something. People are like, man, didn't you, wish they, didn't you love them when they were a baby? Yeah, I love them with babies. But I was happy when they got potty trained. Oh, yes, we were. Come on now. I was happy when they started, come on, sleeping on their own through the night. I mean, my, my, my children, I'm, I'm happy they are independent now. Man, it, it's a trip, man, huh? Your wife tells you she's pregnant. Come on. And, and, and through her pregnancy, we had an unexpected trial. My wife had this rare disease called hyperemesis gravidera. I can't spell it, but I can pronounce it. You know what I mean? And what happened was her body rejected the baby the first trimester. I'm talking about, I watched this beautiful woman here eat ice chips for two and a half months. She had constant saliva, constant saliva. Uh, she threw up all the time. Uh, I watched her. She had to get a pick put into her to feed her and the baby because she needed nutrition for her and the baby. I watched her lose 27 pounds. She, she was shrinking up. I had to bathe her. I had to bathe her, and she was hospitalized because she was dehydrating. And then after that two and a half months, man, she came out of it and had that beautiful glow of a pregnant woman. And let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters, that, that came unexpected. And let me tell you something. I remember our beautiful daughter, Dominique, was born at El Camino Hospital, seven pounds. It was a beautiful day, man. It was, it was like getting high without doing drugs, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I was like, whoo I was loaded up and had my video camera out, man. I was, my mother-in-law told us to call us when we got to the hospital. And, and after the baby came out, we called my mother-in-law up, told her to come on down here. Some of y'all didn't get that, huh? After the baby came out, we called her and told her to come on down. <laughs> I, I, I work in a hospital home. I've seen crazy stuff happen in labor and deliveries. It's like you want the whole family in there, huh? Or the man, or the man. You don't have enough courage to, to tell your sister-in-law and your cousin and them they can't be in there. Come on, you got to be a man. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad God grew me up when my children were getting ready to come into this world to be a man. And I told them, and man, we had us a beautiful, because once, once them contractions come, it's on. You need the Holy Ghost up in there. Come on now. Come on, you take that Lamaze class, learn how to breathe. Shh, 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 shh. I was a good, I was a great husband, man. I walked my wife, man. We walked over there in Shoreline. My wife was nine months pregnant, man. I was, but man, once you get in there and contractions come, it's on. You better be ready. Come on now. Can't be no wimp, huh? And my, that baby came out, man. We brought Dominique home in a lavender stretch limousine. God will bless you to know some people. You hear me? Lavender stretch limousine. 
and, and then and then she when she was pregnant with our second child, she was sick again. I was like, whoa, we got to go through this again. And let me tell you something, man. My wife, she's a warrior. Give her a big hand. She's a big. She's a warrior. She she went through it. Same stuff. Lost 27 pounds. Same stuff. Pick. Same stuff. Hospitalized. And then my beautiful diamond came out. We brought her home in our 91 Toyota 4Runner. I told her I hope it doesn't affect her as she gets older. But yeah, she she didn't get the limo ride home. But let me tell you something. Don't take them personally. You know what happens to us? Some of us, man, we, 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 take, we take our trials personally. Like, God, why did you let this happen to me? But you know what? I, I've learned that all of our trials, man, he, he has them personalized for us. God knows what you can go through. God knows what you can go through. God knows what this church can go through. Come on now. God, God, God has not forgotten about you. Come on. You remember Job in the Bible? Uh, you know, man, Job was, he was an upright man. He, he shunned evil. He was a good man. But all of a sudden, man, here come the angels to the Lord and here comes Satan along with them. Realize, man, you live in a world, man, this is warfare. When you belong to God, you're going to get tested. Come on now. You, you, you ain't had no test. You better ask yourself who you belong to. Come on now. And I, and I encourage you to be, be bad enough to say, God, give me some tests. Come on, I've been walking with you for a little while. See, see, most of us don't realize we're controlled by fear. Come on now, you know we are. You remember that Y2K? They thought all the computers were going to shut down. Some of y'all went bananas. Huh? Ah! What happened? Nothing. Did nothing happen, huh? Come on now, and then Osama bin Laden, they were, they were afraid of him, Saddam Hussein. I, I, I told them, I ain't afraid of Saddam, Saddam Hussein. Osama bin Laden. I, I, I knew I ain't afraid of Osama bin Laden. I live in East Palo Alto. Come on now. Osama bin Laden. I'm worried about Ray Ray and Pookie now. <laughs> but, but Osama bin Laden wouldn't come to East Palo Alto, man. That's, that's the murder capital of the nation. Come on now. He know don't come there playing around. You know what I mean? Mess around and get robbed in East Palo Alto, you know. And, and so don't take them so personally. Come on. What happens when we take things personally, what we do is we rely on our inner feelings and emotions. And let me encourage you, my brothers and sisters. Once you go inside there, you, you go into a dark place. Come on. I told you I work in an operating room. I've watched them open us up. Ain't nothing in there looking good. Ain't nothing in there good. What's in there is a spirit, though. You know what I mean? Don't you know your, your body, man, is the temple of the living God? God, God, come on, come on. We're, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Come on now. Heaven is our home. We are just journeying through here. I, 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 know, I, know, I know some of us are so consumed with media and stuff. You, you, you're watching people trying to get frozen like they're going to be here forever. You, ain't, ain't nobody staying here forever. Come on now. And I've been to a couple of funerals lately, officiating at, at a couple of them, and no one's staying here. You ain't staying here. Come on now. We, we're trying to hold on like I'm going to be here forever. You ain't going to be here forever. And so I just want to encourage you, man. God, God says... Guard against, man, check this out. Guard against one event just wrecking your whole day or wrecking your whole week or 
wrecking your whole year. That, that's what happens with a lot of us, too, when, we, when, we, when we're not living a spiritual life. We're caught up in our mind, man. Have, have you ever talked to someone and, and they're just still in the doom and gloom? You know, I got divorced in 2000. I said, I know, but this is 2014. It's time to get over, bro, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, but, but, but what happens is when we're victims, people love to give us compassion. People love to hear our little sad story. Let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. God's called us to be victorious. He hasn't called us to be victims. Don't you know that you're more than conquerors through Christ who can strengthen you at any time? And so, so, so don't look inside, man. And, and, you know, because what happens with us, like I say, man, I've learned, man, my mind lies to me. Come on now. My mind, my mind lies to me, my brothers and sisters. Man, I, sometimes I wish I could just take it off and put it on the shelf and go about my day. Has your mind ever lied to you? Come on now. What about your feelings? Have your feelings ever lied to you? You're, you're, don't trust your feelings. That's why he tells us, trust in the Lord with all our heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways. And he will direct your path. So I believe that, 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 that James wants to let us know, man, that, you know what, trials will come to test us. And let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. We got large trials and we got tiny trials. What is a trial? Anything that will steal your peace, that's a trial. In, anything that makes you forget about the joy of the Lord, that's a trial. But trials, like I say, they're, they're only tests. You, you remember that woman in the Bible named Hannah? Uh, she couldn't have a baby, but she would go to the temple every year. This is what you do with the trial. Take it to the Lord. Take your trial. Because you know what we do? And, and I've done it before, too. I want to talk to four or five people about my trial. Let me just call them up and tell them what my trial is. Check this out. When I got off the phone, trial's still there. Come on now. Trial. So you know it too, huh? Some of y'all, especially in this day and age, y'all been emailed people your trial. Y'all didn't text people your trial. Some of y'all didn't face. Put your trial on Facebook. Don't you do that. <laughs> just come on. Just tell everybody what you're going through. Everybody don't need to know what you're going through. <laughs> Will you pray for me? I just can't go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep. You're up at 2 o'clock in the morning on Facebook. That's why you can't sleep. And you mess around and pushing you on somebody else's page, looking at all that stuff. Oh, she's going through it too. Huh? Let me tell you something. There's some things that you go through, just you and God. Come on now. It's just, it's just you and God. I know it feels good to bring all kind of other people in it. But let me tell you something. Uh, when they leave, you still got your problem. As a matter of fact, when, you, when they leave, if they got problems, you got their problems and your problems. So let me encourage you, man. It says you don't determine not. You know what Hannah did? She took her, her problem to the Lord. And the Bible says when she took her problem to the Lord, it just didn't go away overnight. Realize, oh, and this is what I'm talking about. This is my subject. Trials, transitions, and triumph. Yes, we have trials. Yes, we have tests. Yes, we have struggles. But the Bible is full of individuals who've, who've overcome their trials. They persevered through their trials. And let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters, man. It, it's hard to persevere. Come on now. And it ain't easy. But let me tell you something. That's why we got Jesus in our life. Come on. Jesus came to teach us, man, that you can push through. Come on now. That you can make it through. Anybody had a harder life than Jesus? 
I, I know you've had a tough life, but was someone trying to kill you when, when you, when you when, when, before you were even born? Come on now. Were you, were you born in a stable? No, you weren't. Come on now. Did you, did you have people that you thought loved around you, hate you? No, you didn't. Did you have to go to a cross? No, you And let me tell you, Hannah took her concerns to the Lord. And you know what it says? After a while, let me tell you something. God heard her, and God told her he, she, he was, he, she was going to give birth to a, a son. But you know what she says? I'm going to give that son back to the Lord. See, let me tell you something. A lot of our trials are meant just to give God some glory. Come on, just to give, I, I know you don't want to go through it, but, but he, he realized he can use you to give him some glory. Don't you know there's nothing greater in the world than just giving God some glory? Ain't, ain't nothing greater in the world. Why? why? Why is that? Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. You want to know what happened with us, church? We've learned how to bring God down to our level. Come on now, we have. Come on, we, we treat God sometimes like he got a condo in Santa Clara. Come on, that's how we treat him, like he, like, he got, like he got him a little apartment in Foster City. Come on, man, God, the Bible says in Isaiah that the earth, it's his footstool. Realize God is sovereign. Realize God is amazing. See what we do? We've, we've tagged those wonderful words to human beings. Come on, you, you, you know you watch sports like me. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, look at how he plays. He's just, he's incredible. No, he ain't amazing. If he was amazing, his wife wouldn't have left him. Come on now. He ain't amazing, but God is amazing. God is incredible, man. God, God has ridiculous love toward us, man. Come on, man. Look, look at God, man, created us all differently, man. Don't you love God loves diversity. Some of us got hair. Some of us don't got hair. Come on now. Some of us small. Some of us big. Some of us black. Some of us brown. Look at the languages, man. Aren't you just amazed at God sometimes? Come on, I live in East Palo Alto, huh? And I got me a new fountain. I turned it on and some hummingbirds came. Yeah, we got hummingbirds in East Palo Alto. Oh, yeah, we do. Now, they're a little darker and a little quicker than probably some. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that, that's high crime neighborhood. You know what I mean? Mess around and get snatched up by a crackhead. You know what I mean? Our, our hummingbirds is quick. You know what I mean? But I was, I was looking at these hummingbirds one day, man. I'm like, look at these birds, man. They eat while they're flying. Come on now, taking a bath on the top of my fountain. Right when I see that, whatever I was tripping on and worrying about, I'm like, Lord, I don't have to eat while I'm flying. Thank you, Jesus. Come on now. Because sometimes we get in some trials and then God will say, okay, you worried about that trial? Watch this one over here. This one, this one going to be so big, it'll take your mind even off the one. Come on now. Because that, that's what happens to us. One little bitty thing happened and all of a sudden we just focused on it. Come on now, we just, we just focused on that one little bitty thing, huh? That's why I'm glad I got some of that ADD. I ain't got time to be thinking about that problem. I'm just like, bam, I'm just, I'm just over here, bam, come on. I, I, that's why I got, anybody else beside me got them kind of minds, man? Got them busy minds, procrastinating minds? Come on now. I got to go to a wedding with my wife at 11 and at 1030, I want to mow the lawn. That, that's what kind of mind I got, you know what I mean? I want to mow the lawn. I can mow the lawn. I can get it all cleaned up, get in the, get in the car, take a shower, get in the car by 11.45, and we can make it to Richmond by, by 11.05. You know what I mean? And then I wonder why it's all quiet on the way, huh? And then we get there, and the wedding's running late. I said, see? <laughs> Let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. God gives us trials so we can grow. 
Check this out here. Determine to keep God's perspective in your trial. Let me tell you something. Some of you here who got some things going on in your life and you think that they're just baffling you. It's probably because you have not had Christ transform your mind to be like him. That's what he says in Philippians. Let this mind be in you which was in also in Christ Jesus. See, check this out. I went to church for 19 years, folks. And, and, and I knew about God, but I didn't know God. There's a lot of you in here. You know about God, but you don't know God. Come on now. It's one thing to know someone. It's another thing to know of them. Come on now. Uh, I, I shared with them yesterday that uh, my sister, when she started coming here, uh, I had a friend of mine that he had went to a 49er game. A friend brought him to it, and I got a little jealous, huh? Because he was, he was kind of rubbing it in on me, you know what I mean? He's like, Daryl, my friend took me, my sponsor took me to a 49er game. He was rubbing it in on me. You know how you can tell when people are rubbing it in? You know how they can tell, huh? They're like, yeah, I got a friend took me to the 49er game. And I had a friend took me to a Stanford game, and, you know, it was all right, but... I ain't, I ain't been to no 49er game, huh? And all of a sudden, guess what happens? Because I, I felt a little jealous and a little hurt, you know, a little sad. Wasn't going to show nobody, but I just was a little sad, you know. I walked away. My sister started coming to this church, and Bryant Young was going to this church, and my sister and Bryant Young's wife got together. And before you know it, because I had a Rottweiler, and Bryant Young had a Rottweiler, and we wanted to be an accountability group, I meet Bryant Young, huh? So I meet Brian Young, huh? We out to dinner at Max's, huh? And all of a sudden, Brian Young says, hey, I want you, you want to go to the game? Sure, I'll go to the game. Brian Young give me tickets to the game, parking lot pass so we can meet him after the game. You should see, man, I'm at the 50-yard line up there, man. He coming out the tunnel waving at me and stuff. <laughs> yeah, his wife, she was sitting right below us, but he come out waving at me. What's up, what's up? What's up, D? What's up, B-Y? You know what I mean? Like, whoa, you know what I mean? Got to know him, huh? And then guess what happens, man? Last year, year and a half ago, he's going he's gonna to turn 40. His wife calls me up and says, Brother Darrell, would you go on a ride across country with B.Y.? And I said, let me check my calendar. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't have nothing on it, huh? So I said, yeah, I'll go with him. Me and Brian Young flew from here to Los Angeles Hopped on some Harley Davidsons. I mean, we hopping on Harley Davidsons riding from, from Los Angeles to Palm Springs. Went from Palm Springs to Laughlin, Nevada. Spent the night there. Laughlin, Nevada to the Grand Canyon. Uh, they asked Brian Young, would you like to fly in a helicopter over to the Grand Canyon? Brian Young said, yes. See, if he had asked me, I said, how much? Huh? He, don't, he don't even say that, huh? He just said, yes. Me and Brian Young fly over part of the Grand Canyon. And while we were flying over the Grand Canyon, God told me, never look at me the same again. Ne- never think about me like, like, like human beings think about me. See, God is amazing, folks. And from the Grand Canyon, we went to Bryson Canyon. Bryson Canyon, we went to Monument Valley. And then from Monument Valley, we hit Sin City, where there's still a whole lot of sin in Vegas. Oh, yeah, you need the Holy Ghost if you go to Las Vegas. But let me tell you something. You know what? I know Bryant Young. Bryant Young knows me. Let me tell you something. God wants you to know him. He knows you. But you know how you grow to know God? It's through your trials. I look back on my life of addiction, my brothers and sisters, and I look back and realize when I start praying for myself, because all of us here are answered prayers. 
Our mothers prayed for us. Our grandmothers have prayed for us. Come on now. That's that's why you're here serving the Lord. It ain't because we wake up one day and go, yeah, I want to serve the Lord. No, the Bible says he chose us. It ain't because we chose him. But I remember I had to start praying for myself. I was on a motorcycle at 4 o'clock in the morning. Gold chains. You should see me, man. I had my Mr. T starter kit, tank tops. Man, I was a fool. You hear me? Straight crazy. I had my little pit bull, man. I'd go to little neighborhoods in Redwood City, man, and all of a sudden I'd see police. And they, call, they came because someone called the police on me. And I was looking, but I started praying, man. I'd be on that motorcycle at 4 o'clock in the morning, try to get from San Francisco back to Redwood City. And I'd say, God, watch over me. And then when my addiction got so bad where I hated myself, I hated this guy here, man. I used to brush my teeth in the dark. I hated me, but I said, God, help me. You know what addiction is like? It's like, it's like Hulk Hogan, man, is knocking on your door, and one day you're just peeking at him, and then one day you let him in. And he comes in, and you know what Hulk Hogan does? He just starts throwing you around the house. And for about three or four years, I remember getting thrown around saying, God, help me. And do you know what? God knows how much you need to get thrown around. Come on now. God, God knows how much you can handle. Because one day, uh, God said, he, he stepped in the door and said, all right, Hulk Hogan, that's enough. And in a wink, I knew I would never drink a drug again. Just 28 years ago, just a wink, I knew I'd never drink a drug again. Just, just a wink. And you want to know what happened? God said, you went from trial. Now it's time to transition, Daryl. Now it's time to grow. You, you know why you have to grow? Because God wants to use you. There's nothing greater than knowing God, but the second thing is greater is to be used by God. And there's some of you here, you've been getting fed for years. Come on, and all you're doing is getting fed. But the Bible, he told Peter, no, feed my sheep. I want to encourage some of you, inspire some of you, man. God wants you to go on that safari, man, and, 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 and become a volunteer with some of our children. Don't you know the greatest thing you can do is pass on your faith to a child? I'm so glad my, my, mama, my mama was on drugs, man. She drugged me to church every Sunday. You hear me? Drugged me to Sunday school. Come on now. She wasn't no wimp. When me and my brothers didn't want to go, she came in there with the broom. Come on now, hitting them ribs. Get up! One time, man, her car broke down, and I had me a 62 lowrider. Hydraulics in the back, eight batteries in the trunk. If your battery got stolen sometime, it's like in year 79, 80, I might have stole it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, one time me and my buddy stole some gas, huh, and I jumped over a barbed wire fence, stole some gas, put it in there, cars wouldn't run. It was diesel. It was funny. We were laughing at ourselves. But my, my, my mama's car broke down. I thought we didn't have to go to church. Huh? She said, no, let's get in your low rider, Daryl. I'm talking about I got hydraulics. You hear what I'm talking about? Front and rear. I mean, I'm talking about we could lay it down on the ground and sparks would fly out. It was funky. You hear what I'm saying? Yellow 6-2 Chevy, yellow interior, yellow on the outside, attracted bees. Had 12 speakers in it, equalizer, booster, fake gold chain on the mirror. Them were the days. Barcase can function. Come on, somebody here. Come on, cool in the gang. Thank you, Jesus, for some cool in the gang. I, I feel so sorry for these kids and what they listen to now. And I'm just like, my goodness, no wonder you're angry. Aren't you glad some of y'all in here my age? Aren't you glad you had some little rascals and some three stooges and come on now. Them three white dudes beat each other.
for years and never said a cuss word. I tell people if they were Mexicans, someone would have got stabbed. Oh, yeah. And if they were black, one of them would have got shot. Oh, yeah. Larry would have came home and said, man, Mo, don't poke me in my eye again, man. But them three dudes, man. And then Lassie. Man, I love me some Lassie. Man, I be sitting there watching that little black and white TV. Lassie would come up to Timmy and go, Ruh. And Timmy be, Timmy, like, Timmy be like, what, Lassie? He'd like he was interpreting what he was saying. He'd be like, Ruh, Ruh. He'd be like, what's wrong? Is it Jimmy? Ruh. He relapsed. Ruh. He's driving toward the creek. I mean, man, Lassie was rescuing drug addicts way out in the, you know. And, and Flipper? Come on now. Any Flipper fans up here? Man, Flipper was rescuing alcoholics out at sea. Flipper would come up to these damn man, I'm just waving at him. That boy was like, what's wrong? See, y'all laughing because y'all remember them were the days. Now you got MTV and BET. All these reality shows got to bleep out everything. Man, we, we grew up in the days. We didn't know how good we had it. No bleeping. Let me tell you something, my brother and sister. This world has changed. There's tragedies that are taking place that we cannot imagine. And I want to encourage you. That's why it's important for us to be strong in the Lord. That's why it's important even more today for us to be, to be faithful members of God. Come on now. And so just check this out. Don't rely on your inner feelings. Determine not to take your trial so personally. Determine to keep God's perspective. And determine to stand. Build maximum spiritual growth as a result of your trial. Man, don't you go through no trial and come out the same way. Now, come on now. Addiction was hard to me, but hey, I came out the other side. Come on now. Come on. I came out the other side. I came, I came out the other side. Man, don't, don't you go through nothing and, and not come out stronger, closer to the Lord. Some, some of you should be stronger today than you were last year. Come on now. That's what, that's what the Bible calls. The Bible tells Jesus grew. Come on now, and, 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 with man and God, man, he grew, man. All of us are meant to grow. So I want to encourage you, and a lot of times, let me tell you something. It, it's hard to grow. Why? Because you've got to change. And let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. We, we live in a day and age, even in the church here, we are full of fear. Some of you come here every Sunday and sit in the same section. You know what I tell them at my church? Sit on a different side. You should see fear in that. Sit on a different side. I've been sitting on this side. Sit somewhere else. Come on now. And you know what happens? Some of us think too much. You go, if I go sit over there, but I'm always sitting by my friends and we always wave. And if I go sit over there, what are they going to think? Don't worry about what they're going to think. You're trying to have an adventurous faith. And if you can't move from one side of the church to the next, how's God going to trust you to minister to somebody? How God's going to trust you to, to help somebody else change their life if you're afraid to just move from one side of the church to the next? Because what happens is, especially big churches, we get to hide out. Come on now. Y'all come in here, get a little bit of word. Come on now. Give a little bit of money, and then y'all gone. You go through something, don't want to even know what you're going through. Let me just encourage you, inspire you. God wants to use you. Come on now. Can you imagine that? God don't need us, but he can use us. Hey, ain't that something? And let me say this. I just talked to a woman at the earlier service, young man that used to come to this church, big buff brother. Let me tell you something, man. Me and him, we were, we were cool, man. I used to see him all the time, big guy. And then all of a sudden, man, I seen him up at the hospital, and he was skinny. I was like, whoa. And she just told me here that he passed 
November 1st. Found out he had a cancer in the stomach. June 1st, November 1st, gone. See, you know what James tells us? Check this out. Life is short, man. This life we're living, my brothers and sisters, it's like a vapor. It's like you see someone hit a cigarette and then you see it just evolve into the air. That's what our lives are like. But sometimes we have, the, we have an illusion like we're going to be here forever. And let me tell you something, man. Drunk drivers can change that. Come on now. Cancer can change that. I, I've, I've learned it. That's what I love in the recovery community. Uh, but it ain't new. You know, the Israelites, when they went out there in the desert, God said, I'm going to give them just enough food for the day. I want to encourage you. That's how you can handle the trial. Just handle it for today. When my wife was pregnant and we had a baby, you should have seen I had knuckleheads coming up and be, uh-oh, how are you going to afford college? I said, well, I'm thinking about infant meal and diapers right now. That's what I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? But they're already trying to make me all afraid. Uh-oh, how are you going to afford college? Idiot, I'm trying to get some milk for my baby. You know what I mean? But they're already trying to make me afraid. Let me tell you something. You better watch people like that in your life. Come on now, they'll just plant a seed of fear in you, and before you know, uh oh, what's gonna happen? Come on, when I moved to East Palo Alto, I had to have some faith. Come on now, crazy folks, man, was running around there, man. I was like, Lord, you got to be real now. 1992, murder capital of the nation. But you know what God told me to do? How to trust Him. Heard gunshots. Gunshots were regular, just regular. Some people hear gunshots, oh, we're moving, hon. We are moving today. Where are we going to move to? We were happy to have us a little house. You hear me? And let me tell you something. We would hear gunshots. And then one time we had a little bullet hole in the window. Huh. I was like, it was kind of cute, huh? It was like a little cute little bullet hole. People would come over. They'd say, you got a bullet hole. Yeah, I know, huh? It's just a cute little bullet hole. Just let us know. But let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. We enjoyed our life there the last 21 years. My daughters have learned how to walk without fear. You hear me? My daughters walk through the neighborhood like, yeah, we own this place. You know what I mean? You, there's a certain walk you got to have. You just can't come walking through the neighborhood. You know what I mean? You, you got you to walk like you're packing. You know what I mean? Come on. Just, just walk. Come on. Come on. Come on. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mind. So I just want to encourage you. Yeah, you got trials. Welcome your trials. When, when they come knocking on the door... Because they come knocking, just tell them, come on in. Have a seat there next to Jesus. Just tell them, come on in. Welcome them. Smile at them. Come on in, trial. Come on, don't you be afraid of your trials. Come on now. Some of us in here are fearful. Don't you be afraid. And then let me tell you something. Trials come to transition you, to take you from one place to the next. Some of you will never change until something so painful has to help change you in a different direction. Come on, you will never change. We are creatures of habit. Wear the same clothes. Drive the same way to work. I got one minute left. Huh? Drive the same way to work. Come on. And, and let me tell you something. You, you want to know why you want to change? Because God loves change. Come on. God, that's, what, that, that's why we, we, we love this weather now. People are waiting for it to change. Where's the rain? The rain is like I'm not around right now. People are panicking. We were in, we went up the Freedom Train. We were there in San Francisco. It was 75 degrees in San Francisco. Could have wore a tank top. It was beautiful. But you know what? Rain is going to come again. And let me tell you something, my brother. When it comes, what do we do? We pull out our umbrella 
and we go about our business. So I want to encourage you, Bundy Life. Love one another. Come on now. Come on now. Love one another. Let me tell you something. Let your walk with the Lord be so strong that all this is is added to your walk. Come on now. This, this is added to your excited life already. You hear what I'm saying? And when you come on this parking lot, come on now. You just start smiling at people, start loving people. And it doesn't matter who's up on this stage. It matters who died on that cross. Come on now. Don't you, don't you worry about who's on the stage. Don't, come on now. Don't, don't, let, don't let the enemy fool you and mess you up like that. Oh, who's going to be the speaker tonight? Let me tell you something. God speaks all the time. He's always speaking. He speaks in the stars. Come on now. He speaks through the... You go to a zoo and see all them different type of animals. He's speaking. Come on. And then you know what? Sometimes he just speaks in a still, small whisper. I love you. Don't, don't miss God's love. Don't, don't you miss God's love. Don't. He, he created you in his image and in his likeness. Come on now. Don't you miss God's love. Won't you stand with me? My time is up. Give God a hand. He's just awesome and amazing. Come on. He's worthy.